Hello and welcome to the Bankers podcast series, Banking Under Pressure. I'm James King, the Bankers Europe editor, and I'm joined today by Elena Tsareva, senior analyst at BCS Global Markets, to discuss the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on Russia's banking system. Elena, thank you for joining me today. Now, Russia is slightly behind the curve of other European markets in terms of the impact of COVID-19, but the central bank has already stepped in to support the economy. What measures has it taken so far? So, good uh, time of the day. Uh, thank you, James, for uh, the opportunity to speak today. So, uh, yeah, so in general, we see a lot of uh, measures introduced by the central bank. And the central bank trying to be proactive and adding measures and doing like press conference, online press conference every week. So uh, I would say that there are some measures that are actually aiming to support people in this uh, very uneasy times of uh, COVID-19 um, spreading out. So this is more like uh, introduction of uh, holidays for loan payments. If the customer loses like 40% of the income, uh, the customer can apply for these holidays up to six months. And it should be supportive for uh, people given the lockdown now in uh, in the country. Also, there are uh, holidays uh, in uh, Russia for April. And um, Central Bank is also uh, introducing zero interest rate loans to the corporates uh, to pay uh, salaries this month in April and this is also one of the measures introduced to support population. On the banking side I would say that uh, the central bank un- underlines that we have a pretty strong liquidity levels, we have a good capitalization level of the sector and uh, central bank is ready to act with uh, providing liquidity with these liquidity lines, uh, with uh, some uh, operations on the, on the market. And uh, also, uh, Central Bank introduced a uh, measure to support banks, uh, like not provisioning uh, desk quality worsening for the industries who are most affected by this COVID-19. So this is also a supportive measure for uh, six months. And um, it looks like the Central Bank is very proactive nowadays. Okay, so that's interesting because obviously in recent years, uh, we've seen the Central Bank of Russia take some pretty um, effective steps to clean up the Russian banking system to make it stronger uh, and more resilient. So I guess some of those measures there have, have paid off in terms of where the banking system stands today and its ability to cope with um, some of the potential stresses um, linked to COVID-19. Yeah, sure. The central bank was uh, doing a lot of to strengthen the system and to clean up the system. For example, the number of the banks just de- uh, decreased uh, two times uh, for the last uh, six years, like compared to 2014, and it's now around 400 banks only in the system. And the central bank was quite prudent on the regulatory side as well. Uh, for example, they introduced, post-2014 crisis, they introduced uh, systemical import of financial institutions, which are 11 banks, the biggest banks in country, uh, which uh, has another, which have another additional requirement for uh, capital buffer. 
sectors. And for example, the biggest bank uh, in Russia, which is Bank, they improved their capital adequacy ratios from like 9% of CD tier 1 ratio in 2014 to 13.5% uh, as an end of 2019. And uh, we had a lot of um, regulatory things on unsecured retail with PTI introduction. Also, there was a lot of done to uh, actually to um, cancel all the FX mortgages uh, to uh, also defend population. And also the banks themselves, they improved a lot and they have more prudent credit risk policies. They now lend FX uh, loans only to the companies with, with uh, FX revenues. And another thing that banks were doing quite proactively recent years, this is like assisting products and uh, diversification of revenues away from only banking businesses like investments, insurance, and all some other ecosystem even uh, projects like their bank is doing with mail. So I would say that the bank banking sector now compared to last crisis of 2014 is much more uh, stronger now. Okay, great. So there is um, uh, a much greater resilience uh, um within the Russian banking sector and it's in terms of its capacity to deal with with crises. But if we look at where the sector moves forward or how it presses from here, I am sort of keen to understand, I guess, um, what we can expect in terms of dividend payments uh, within the Russian banking sector. Because in the UK, obviously, we've seen banks here suspend um, dividends uh, for the remainder of this year. Um, will there be something similar happening in Russia, do you think? And if so, which which lenders will be likely to make that move? So dividend question, you are absolutely right, is quite critical now for the banks, uh, given capital pressure is coming from uh, macroeconomic downturn. And this question was also raised by the Central Bank in Russia. Uh, there was a recommendation, uh, I think already a month ago, a recommendation to the banks not pay uh, dividends and cash bonuses if there is like uncertainty about capital ratios. And also then the Central Bank underlined that uh, in order to use these forbearance measures like um, no provisioning on uh, some specific sector exposures, uh, the banks actually shouldn't pay dividends for 2019. As the situation currently stands, we have the biggest banks per bank already provided recommendation to the uh, AGM to uh, actually pay out 50% of last year income. And we need still uh, AGM to vote for this decision and AGM was a bit postponed. And it looks like uh, the central bank advised uh, recently to postpone all AGMs to the autumn once we can see the situation stabilizing uh, and maybe potentially improving. And uh, we still wait for the biggest, uh, second biggest bank, VTB, to um, recommend dividends and we expect them also um, maybe to have this dividend decision closer to the autumn. So um, some banks in Russia within top 30, uh, like foreign banks, they already decided to move this decision to the second half of the year. Some banks uh, really decided to cancel dividend payments like BSPB with also, which is also within top 30 banks in Russia, they decided not to pay anything and to uh, just throw, freeze any decision on buybacks. So it looks like people, uh, people, banks, they try to be on the more conservative side and to pay dividends, but once they see the real impact uh, on the banking sector. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you. Thank you very much.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.